I'm sitting here with a gentleman called Martin. He is related to Rob Cobbold, who has been fantastic. I've interviewed Rob at Hey On Why recently. <clears throat> and I said to Rob afterwards, um, who, who else can you recommend that I speak with? And he said, well, I'm, I'm sorry, what relation are you? My Mark? uncle. I'm, a, I'm his uncle. And he said that you're the happiest person he knows. <laughs> so why would he say this, Martin? I don't know. I've always had a belief that things, things work out in the end. And I think happiness is, to a certain extent, an, an attitude of mind. If you, if you start off the day in a positive fashion, my, you mentioned the book that my um, father wrote, The Science of Happiness, and he recommends that when you get out of bed in the morning and stagger into the bathroom, the first thing you should do is to give yourself a huge smile in the mirror. And if you can get a good smile off early on, that sets you up for the day. And I, th I think if you start the day believing that um, the day is going to produce great things and it's all going to work out fine, it usually does. If you start the day thinking, oh my God, it's, it's raining, it's all going to go wrong today, nothing's going to work, nothing works and you're not happy. Was it a big help to you being brought up by your father since he wrote that book? Yes, he was. He was a, a um, he was a psychiatrist and a very well balanced person. Very, very calm, considered. I never heard him raise his voice to any of us, and I think he gave us. He gave, we have. I'm one of four. And I think his example gave us a, a tremendously calm and um, settled childhood. So how old was he when he wrote that book in 1925? He wrote it in 1925. He was born in 1982. 1882? So, sorry, sorry, 1882. So he was 40-odd, um, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. Do you know what inspired him to write it? No, but he wrote a lot of books about about psychiatrical problems. He had a regular column in one of the national papers. Um, the doctor talks about problems, you know, so so he and he had a big output of of books talking about psychology and, in particular, crime. Also, the psychology of crime interested him a lot. So, what kind of psychologist was he? Well, it was a long time ago in the sense that you, he was a GP, so he trained as a doctor, and in those days, you, if you decided to be a, a psychologist, you just actually announced one morning that you were going to be one. The, 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 the sciences were not nearly as much separated and specialised as they are today. So you, you just got up one morning and said, I'm, going to sp I'm interested in mental health and I'm going to specialise in that. So it was much easier to do what you wanted to do. It was much easier in those days. And for, growing up from a young age, were you aware that he was... What, what, I mean, was he putting an extra emphasis into your lives, you and your siblings, about being happy? Um, I don't think he ever, ever specifically discussed the idea of being happy, but he was just such a settled, calm, uh, organised person that I think he was happy. And... We all have a sunny, a, it's, a, it's a family tree. We all have a very sunny nature. We, we just believe that things are going to work out. I think we were immensely privileged in that we, 
we grew up in a beautiful place up in Hale Mwai. I've been immensely privileged to live where I am now in beautiful surroundings. And I haven't had a lot of major problems in my life. Uh, I've never, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind having a Ferrari, but I haven't got one. And that's not going to make me very unhappy not to have one. And so I, I've led a very peaceful and contented life in beautiful places. And that, that's a huge contributor to being happy. Interesting. I think your physical surroundings are, uh, must, must have a, a big effect on you if you grow up in an in a unpleasant area, inner city area with, on the 13th floor of some tower block. It's, it's not so easy to be happy every day. I, I don't think you should neglect the influence of, of a delightful environment. Yes, and nature plays a big part, supposedly, with mental health. Yeah. Can I ask what your trade has been in your life? My trade? I've been an antique dealer. So I've, I've dealt in antiques more for years. I've stopped now, I've retired now. But um, I enjoyed that immensely. I had, a very, I had a job which I really enjoyed. I met a lot of interesting people. I was able to travel to interesting places and... Um, I worked long hours, I worked hard at it because I was doing something I enjoyed all the time. What made you happiest about that job? What made me do it? Well, what made you happiest, happiest in, in, in that, that job? job? Well, I think there were lots of different aspects of it. I, I used to go to France twice a month, so I enjoyed the buying trips. Uh, I enjoyed finding interesting pieces of furniture. That's, you know, you suddenly run into something really good and that's, that really pleases you. It was just a pleasant way of life. I didn't have to sit in an office and say, yes, sir, to a whole load of bosses. I was my own boss all the time. That's, a, that's also a contributor to happiness. Do what you want to do, which is rather what you're doing. <laughs> this is great. So nature, do what you want to do. Yeah. An anything else, please? Any other pointers? Of, of being happy? Yes. What, in my trade, in my business? Or in, in your business and generally, as a message to people. I, I do think it's, I think the important thing is to be satisfied with what you have got and not to be always yearning for something more. I mean, I mentioned that I would like a Ferrari and maybe when those people at Camelot get my numbers right, maybe I'll go and buy one. But I tell you what, the lack of a Ferrari doesn't cause me great unhappiness. So I, I've got a wonderful lifestyle here. I've got a lovely house. I've got everything, everything I require, really. And I think if you, if you're always happy with what you've got and don't get don't get jealous about what other people have got, you're, that's that's a very important pointer. Yes, that makes envy, perfect sense. Envy and jealousy destroys everything that you've got already and doesn't get you any further forward. Do you have a copy of your father's book? I don't think I do. I'll have a look in a moment if we can find one, but I, I have a nasty feeling I don't have a copy of it. Can you remember any of his writings and if he had a conclusion at all at the end? Well, I read the book. I did read the book, but I read it absolutely years ago, and I don't remember a lot of it. Um, I don't know that he ever drew any conclusions. He just gave gave advice. And it's sort of fairly simple advice about being nice to other people and 
you know, if you're kind and gentle to other people, they will uh, do the same to you. Are you happier now than you've ever been? Presumably you're retired now. I'm retired now. I'm, I don't know, that's a difficult question. I am very happy and contented now. I've met a very lovely lady who makes me very happy. And, um, yeah, no, I, I'm rocking on pretty well at the moment. Well done. <laughs> and you have four children, you said. Are they all happy? I've got four children. I think they're all happy. They get, like everybody else, they get worried about their businesses at moments and then it all goes right. But no, on the whole, they're, they're a very well-balanced, cheerful bunch of children. And we've got 11 grandchildren in, among the lot of them. So it's, it's a big family grouping. We're all very happy with it. And you said also recently that you've been down to Morocco to get some sunshine. That's part of nature. The sunshine. Well, makes I did you happy. that a long time ago. We used to, um, when my wife was alive, we we used to take trips every now and again. And we uh, we'd never been to Marrakesh, so we went off there for a couple of weeks. That was great. Now I love I love travelling. I mean, I any possibility to go travelling, I'll be I'll be away. Well, can you think of anything that I haven't asked you which is important about the general subject of about happiness? The subject of being happy. Um, no, I don't think so, really. It's, it's, it, it is an attitude of mind. There is absolutely no doubt about that in my mind. Being content in yourself with what you've got and waking up in the morning with a, a sunny disposition. Do you do that now? Do you look at yourself in the mirror? I look at my mirror and I say, well, you look a bit older than before, but crack on, let's have some fun today. <laughs> That's wonderful. So for people listening, if you could give them a message at all, is there anything that, it doesn't have to be about happiness, but generally about how you feel about maybe the state of the world right now and encouragement or... Well, I can tell you what, the state of the world, I think, is absolutely disastrous. And I, I have recently um, given up a daily newspaper because I don't want to have all these people intruding on my life the whole time. I'm, I despair of politicians and uh, and all those people. I've given up. I've given that up. The other thing I advice I would give to people is get rid of all social media. Don't get involved in Twitter and all the other stuff. It um, Facebook, all these influencers who simply tell you that you ought to be leading a life, the wonderful life that they've made up for themselves and make you feel insufficient and, um, and unhappy and jealous. Get rid of all those people and lead your own life. And don't, um, don't, don't try and be some very rich guy on a beach in the Maldives. If you can't afford it, don't go. <laughs> I, think it's a, I, I actually really believe that, that social media, particularly for young people, is absolutely disastrous. I, I think it's. I know that some of the LinkedIn and um, the other ones are, are useful for business purposes. You get my my daughter gets a lot of work through through Instagram. I think she, she you know. But I, I think young people sitting in their bedroom upstairs, reading about other young people being beastly about them at school. It's, it has a terrible effect, and it just they just shouldn't get involved in that. Nobody's going to take that advice, let me tell you, but it's, <laughs> that's the advice I'd give them. 